Hey, it's Jacqueline. I'm back with a new episode of Recline with Klein. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a while, but also I just was not ready to update on my life yet and what's going on. But with it being two weeks away from the new year, I have decided I am going to recap on my 2023. Because why not? It was a very eventful year. And there's a lot to look back on. (laughs) So let's start from the beginning of 2023. I remember over winter break. Winter break. Last winter break was rough because my mom, she was moving out of her place that we lived in throughout my time in high school. And then... It was time for her to move out of there, and I helped her move into her new place, which... Well, actually, no, she couldn't even move into her new place. So I remember I started off the new year in a hotel, living in a hotel with my mom and brother for a whole week before I could go back up to Tallahassee. So that was fun, not really. I remember just being really excited to go back up to... Tallahassee I went up the weekend before spring semester would start and I remember it was just like really surreal to be like damn this is my last semester of undergrad it started out on a good note I remember January was a pretty chill semester, just going to class, going out on the weekends, hanging out with my friends. I remember Gasparilla hit, though, at the very end of January, and the last weekend of January, I got my very first speeding ticket ever, and that was really rough because it was a $300 ticket, and at that time, I was going broke. I wasn't really working. Yes, I was doing a remote internship, but I was making maybe $300 a month, if that. And I still was paying rent, and I had all of these responsibilities. And I remember I was so desperate that to pay off my speeding ticket, since you have to pay it off within 30 days of you getting the ticket, 30 days or less, I... Sold two of my Tiffany necklaces that my mom handed down to me a while back. I didn't even tell her. I sold them on Poshmark. One of them I really lowballed. I should have sold for more. Anyways, and then I worked at Edible Arrangements because there were flyers around campus. And it was around Valentine's Day and they were looking for temporary workers. So I did that as well. And I made about $200 from that. So I did pay it off pretty quick, but I was still stressed because obviously I was still broke afterwards, but I didn't let that ruin my spring semester. I remember February though, I was a little bit more down bad, not even just financially, just when it came to other parts of my life and having to figure out what I was going to be doing post-grad, obviously. 
and I was in the midst of working really hard on a digital portfolio to showcase all of the social media things I've done since I knew I was applying to social media related internships and jobs. So I did that and then eventually I got the offer going into March. Not the offer, the offer for an interview, interview offer for my quote-unquote dream internship, or so I thought it was my dream internship, which I obviously ended up not getting, which I heard back from that in April. But let's rewind a bit, yeah, I... I remember I spent a majority of my semester, at least like the first half of the semester, really putting this pedestal, putting this company on a pedestal, the one that I really wanted to work at, even though I had no idea how I was going to be able to afford and survive living on $15 an hour in New York City, especially because I don't even have family in New York City. So I don't really know what I was thinking with that, but that was rough. And even though I was trying to keep my options open, I was still a little hurt about that, that I ended up not getting the offer, even knowing that it was a super competitive internship and I didn't even know how I was going to to be able to do the internship if I did get the offer. But obviously, like I said, I was I was still hurt and down bad about that. And I, I felt like I had wasted so much time putting in the effort into interview prep, into all the hard work that I had done for the social media account that I ran, and the time that I exerted into filling out the application, which took me like a week and a half, and making a whole website that was really time consuming perfecting that but i really just try to tell myself that it was going to be worth it and at this time when spring semester was going on i was getting other interview offers as well so i was still staying hopeful but then time was coming up quick like graduation time was coming up quick I remember spring break had passed, and then it was already April, and I will say, though, even though deep down I was stressed out about post-grad, I still did a great job at making the most out of it by taking it day by day, living in the moment when I was with my friends, going out. I was going out more frequently towards like the second half of the semester since I like I said I was going up really quick and I was going to be graduating in May so I'll say overall January beginning of January to beginning of May May 6th to be exact my life was pretty good Despite it not being perfect, my life was pretty good. I was happy. I was independent, still at Florida State, still living my life as a college student. 
I was seeing someone at the time that I was really happy with. I was just, I was having a blast. Like, everything, for the most part, was going great. Until, obviously, I graduated in May. And I just on immediately immediately felt extremely stressed out because first of all I was going broke because like I said I was doing a little internship where I was getting paid a little bit of money and a little bit of money from babysitting but I didn't have a consistent part-time job I at this point did not have any offers for any summer internship so that's when I resorted to applying to only full-time jobs and I was getting interview offers but then I was not getting any actual offers and I had no choice but to move back to my hometown which is the last thing that I wanted to do I really didn't want to be back in my hometown not that I hate South Florida okay it's not the most terrible place ever but it's not where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be living with my family, especially since my mom moved into a smaller place. Like, I didn't have my own room. I went from having my own room, having my own space, my own bathroom, everything, to not having any of that at all. It's like a two-bedroom condo and living with my mom, my younger brother, and adding me to the equation. It was just... There was immediately problems, like, right off the bat of me moving into that place. And even though I still had my lease up until the end of July in Tallahassee, I could not really afford to stay up in Tallahassee the whole summer. Because, like I said, I didn't have a part-time job up there or anything where I was making money up there. And I knew I was just going to blow it on going out, obviously. I knew myself better than that. So that's why I I was only going up like once or twice every month back to Tallahassee. And my goal was to get a job by August and then flash forward, you know, I go up to Tallahassee for the last time in July. It's like the end of July. I still don't have any job offers and then August comes around and I still don't have any offers and I was obviously I was upset from immediately graduating college but I think this is when I started to really have a mental breakdown because I was like I've been applying to internships and jobs at this point for six months now and I don't have anything I'm still so broke. I I'm so unhappy living with my mom and my brother and like yes, I appreciated my mom for letting me stay with her in her place cuz I know that there's probably families out there where they will not let their child move back into their place after they graduate college. But like I said, it was just miserable because I did, like I'm 22 and I don't even have my own space. And I was just really really upset. 
because I just felt like my life was kind of falling apart. And I didn't know what to do. And at this point, it's the end of August and I'm still broke. Like, yes, I'm making some money from babysitting. At this point, I I had been on and off babysitting for this family in my hometown for a year. But obviously, they didn't need much help over the summer because it was the summer. They weren't in school. So I was... I was just broke, and then I resorted to trying to find a part-time job locally because I was like, well, I'm not going to have a full-time job right now. I might as well get a part-time job so I can make some money. So that's when I started trying to look for some social media part-time jobs, and I remember I had this part-time social media assistant job uh, interview. That went so terrible. It was for this company, this girl who's literally only a year younger than me she makes custom made hoodies sweatshirts things like that it's basically a gift shop and even though her mom isn't really that much in charge of it and she wasn't interviewing me at all I remember how nerve-wracking the interview was because it's like I started out so confident and then I can just tell halfway through it it just it took a churn for the worst and it was just overall not a good (laughs) it was just not good like I I don't know what else to say it was just like a really bad interview And it was the day after, like, two days after I had a big fight with my mom about the fact that I wasn't going to be able to do what I wanted to do, like, move straight to Nashville or something right away, whether I got a job offer or not. So... I knew I wasn't getting that part-time social media assistant job after how terrible that interview went. I don't even really know, like, want to get that much into it. It just, like, was not, it was not a good fit, and I don't even care that I didn't get it because I don't think I would have wanted to work with someone like that because she just ended up being kind of rude. Anyways, I, then after that, decided to get a server job at my friend's restaurant that she was working at and I remember this weekend she had called off because she was sick the weekend that I was working and it wasn't like the most terrible thing it was at like this family-owned little restaurant near the beach 30 minutes away from me closer to where my friend she was living and I, like, even though it was far away, like, I said I was so broke. I talked about this before. I did the three days of training and then I quit because I was like, this is not what I want to do. Like, this is not worth the money to me. Even though, like, servers can make good tips. But at that point, it was still, like, slow season. And I don't know, it was just not worth, like, the drive and, like, having to pay for parking because... All of the places, I guess, like, at least, like, in South Florida... All the places you have to, like, pay for parking. Even when you're an employee, which is so whack. You have to pay for parking when it's near the beach. So stupid. 
and just that's when I realized I was going through an existential crisis I was like damn I don't even know what I want to do like I do know what I want to do but I don't know how to like figure out to get to where I want to be so I quit I told my friend I was like thank you for letting me know about this job opportunity it's like worth it work there since my friend knows like I was also desperate for money but yeah it's not gonna work out and she was really nice to me and she was like Jackie you're gonna figure it out don't worry I actually just saw her earlier today Anna is a really great friend of mine and she's super supportive so yeah after that I was like yeah no regrets like yeah kind of needed the money but I just knew that work working as a server at least there it was just not it anywho (laughs) anyways going on I then after that after I quit I tried to get my hostess job back because I was a hostess at the seafood restaurant that was a little bit closer to where my mom was living and where I was residing at the time. I had worked there before I went to FSU. I worked there for about two years. And even though there was a new manager, I had called up and said I was interested in picking up shifts. And, like, obviously a hostess does not make near as much as, like, a food runner or a server. But I was pretty good at being a hostess. I'll say that I hate the restaurant industry, but I was good at being a hostess. It was a high-end seafood restaurant, so there were still tips involved and whatnot. So I was like, whatever. I was desperate, like I said, to make some money. So, But that was a flop, and I will say why I think it worked out for the better, and that it was a sign that I was not supposed to go back to work there. Because... There was miscommunication, and basically, it ended up being my fault that I came in later than I was supposed to to discuss with the manager about shifts, about, like, my schedule, what my schedule would be. So, she was mad at me, basically. The The new manager was mad at me, and she's like, yeah, I get you used to work here, but I don't know you, and this is just, like, a really bad first impression, But she still gave me an application to fill out, which was stupid because obviously she ended up never hitting me back up. So I think she just wasted my time on purpose. But whatever. Because after after that happened, like, yeah, I was bummed because of how broke I was. I've, I've already emphasized, like, how much I was, like, needing the money. But at the same time, I, like, didn't care that much. It was weird. I didn't care that much that, like, she wouldn't give me a job back. (sighs) Because, like I said, I think everything happens for a reason. I think, like, that whole situation was supposed to happen where I didn't make it on time. The time that she wanted me to show up to discuss shifts. Because, like I said, I think it was just really not meant to be like I was not meant to be back there and like my time there as being a hostess was fine like the other managers were cool and I had some friends that worked there that's why I was chill about going back even if it was only for a few months to like make some extra money 
But then, um, two weeks later, I applied to this random part-time job on LinkedIn for an art gallery. I don't really know anything about art. I can't draw. I can't, like, I'm not artistic in that sense. However, I decided to apply. It was a social, not really, I think the label was, like, assistant job, but it said something about social media. And I was like, you know what? I'll apply. There was only, like, one other, um, applicant. It said on there, so I was like, ah, maybe this is sus, like, I don't know. But the guy, the owner of the art gallery, he ended up reaching out to me. And then I was dreading the interview, and usually I don't dread interviews, but it ended up being a good interview, and I I liked him right off the bat. Like, I thought he was a cool person, so... I ended up getting that job part-time, and I've been doing so- social media stuff for that. It was I feel like I was doing more social media stuff in the beginning, like when I started. I started in the beginning of September. Now I'm doing more sales, even though I haven't sold any art yet, but it's fine. But yeah, that's been like a chill job. That was like my first steady form of income. And then in July... When I was still getting like interviews and things and whatnot, I had an interview for a social media internship locally for a boba tea shop. And I had the interview and I thought it went fine. But I remember her emailing me. She was like, all right, well, I'm going to look at applicants i still have a few more interviews but you're in my top three but i ended up not hearing back which was fine because at this point like i said i had received so many rejections and there were so many companies that i had heard i hadn't heard back yet obviously meaning i didn't get it so i was just really desensitized at this point but then two months later in the beginning of october I got a call back asking if I was still interested in the position. And also at the same time, I same week, or not the same week, but around the same time, I had picked up this influencer marketing internship that was remote. It was a lot of hours, but I was not really getting paid much. So... I didn't know how I was going to juggle everything, but I found a way to do it. So I ended up doing that. So I've been doing social media for this boba tea shop. I don't know how long I'm going to end up doing this. Well, I mean, it's an internship, but it's not like... I don't know. It's It's probably not... It's not, like, that serious, but it's definitely something that I can put on my resume. It's definitely work, though. Like, I'm driving 40 minutes tonight, 40 minutes away to the grand opening of the second location. I'm going to get social media content for that, and I'm not getting paid extra for that. So it's, like, not that much money, but like I said, it's an internship. And I'm just thankful that I'm getting paid something. And... I haven't put it on my resume yet, but I'm going to. 
And the remote internship, actually, my last day was today. It was only for the duration of the fall semester. And it was cool. But I realized that influencer marketing is a lot different than social media marketing. Like, even though it does include social media, influencer marketing is just not what I'm passionate about. If anything, obviously, like, I want to be the influencer. But also, like I said a great thing to put on my resume so it's on my resume and now I'm I definitely feel more well-rounded and I'm now more knowledgeable about influencer marketing campaigns so go me for that so I feel like I just recapped a lot (laughs) on like career type things relating to like having a job having money it's just crazy because i feel like this whole year has gone by in a blur it's like like i said the first half the first four months of the year i was super super happy and then Around the time I graduated, my life kind of spiraled out of control. My summer was kind of a hell. I was just super upset about numerous things, about the fact that I was getting all these job rejections. I was broke. I didn't have my independence. I was heartbroken over someone. Like, all of these things really took a toll on me mentally and emotionally and I just felt so hopeless and it was hard to like accept the fact that I I wasn't going to have my dream life right away which I've already mentioned briefly what I guess my dream life looks like is me Moving out right away on my own, getting a nice apartment in a nice city where I'm getting paid well enough to afford my nicer way of living. Well, obviously, I had a reality check. I realize it's not that easy. And obviously, I know it's possible. And I know that I'm 100% capable, capable of achieving what I want to achieve in life. But obviously, some things just don't come that easy, and I have I need to remember I need to be more patient. I'm 22. It's okay not to have my life 100% how I want it to look. As I know a lot of successful people, they don't see all of their success and what they want in life until a little bit later on, and that's okay. And I realize it's taking the little steps in life to being happy, to getting what you want. You're not going to have everything the way you want it all at once. Like I said, I, I think my life got a little bit better. My mental health started to improve beginning of October. I manifested making more money from my side hustles, from all the little jobs that I was doing. It was all adding up, so I went to having no money to then having some money saved up 
to then finally move out. Not into my own apartment, but I got really lucky and I found a room to rent out for a really reasonable price. And I was like, this is a sign. Like, I I gotta do this. And like, yeah, I was saving money living with my mom and my brother. I, I was just like, it's not worth it for my mental health to stay here, to just save money. So I I moved out finally the beginning of October and it took some time to adjust because I'm I'm living with other people and like I've had roommates before obviously but they're usually around my age. So it's weird like it was weird living with like random random people. And it was definitely risky but I'm glad that I took the risk. And I think that's definitely helped me a lot, like, having my own space again. Like, I have my own room. Like, it's a pretty nice room and my own bathroom. And I, yeah, like, I'm I'm definitely happier than I was, like, three months ago. (laughs) Excuse me. Than three months ago. Like, everything's not perfect, trust me, like, I'm not, like, exactly where I want to be yet, but I'm glad that my mental health has improved significantly, and I'm crying a lot less, and despite me not having a full-time job yet, I'm proud of myself for really taking on all of these different jobs, internships to make money, but also still continue to build my experience build my experience in what I want to do full-time. And I've also realized, like, this past semester that it's okay not to have a full-time job. I might... Not that I don't think I'm still going to apply to 9-to-5s, but I see myself going, wanting to go more an entrepreneurial route. And, I mean, I don't have the money to do that yet to invest in a business but I definitely see myself having my own online social media consulting agency and making a living off of that making a living off of social media I know it's totally it's totally possible I recently went back to FSU so I went in October, which I already recapped on that, but then I went back up this past weekend, and I stayed with my friend Mary again, and it was pretty fun, but obviously the vibes are a little bit different when you're a visitor and not a student, so I just feel like I was I was just all over the place, you know, living out of a suitcase and my friend's apartment it was a lot but it was great obviously getting to reunite with my friends and everything because recently I've just felt really lonely not that I don't have friends down here I do but I never get the chance to see them because our schedules never line up and I can't really make friends from work because it's like all the hustles that I do It's me really working alone. 
most of the time. So it's hard to make friends from that. And obviously, I'm not going to go out alone. I'm not going to go out to bars alone because, I don't know, that's weird to do here. And I was thinking about getting Bumble BFF. But I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't know, maybe I'll reconsider. I have not been on Bumble BFF in like three years. And I think I only made like one friend from that. Being so for real. I'd rather make friends organically. But like I said, yes, it was really refreshing to see my friends again. And I met some new people this past weekend. And (laughs) I got back from Tallahassee Monday night. And then Tuesday morning, I woke up and I got my acceptance email from FSU that I have been accepted into the master's program that I applied for. And I'm I'm really proud of myself. I I'm going. I'm going back to FSU. I was second guessing it for a little bit before I got accepted. If I should apply to other schools out of state. But no, I'm going back to FSU. Because I think that this is the right thing for me. I love Florida State so much. And I think for what I want to do, which is media and film, that I will have the best connections going back up to Florida State. And... I get to be FSU Chicks again, and I'm excited to obviously reunite with my friends that are still in school for, like, another year or so, but also to make new friends, make new friendships, build new connections, gain more knowledge and experience in what I'm passionate about, and like I said, I did not think I would be going back to school this early on. I genuinely thought I was not going to go back to school until I was, like, 28. But, no, I I don't want to wait until I get a full-time job to then go back to school. I want to go back to school now. I think, like, if you have an itch to do something, you have this urge to do something. Not even just, like, in your heart, but, like, it just, like, continuously it's popping up in your head that you should do something, then that's probably an inclination that you should. So, yeah, no regrets. I, gold holes, that's all I have to say is gold holes, baby. Like, I, I'm so happy. It's, like, I don't want to say it's surreal. I feel like I always say it's so surreal. But, yeah, no, I, I'm so happy i got accepted for fall but i think i will be moving back up in the summer but i do need to get a consistent part-time job because i can't just live off of 200 300 a month if i'm going to be paying like a lot more for rent there so pray for me on that finding a consistent job that's not too stressful i'm thinking about bartending which is crazy, because I know how I said, like, I don't like being a server, but, like, I wouldn't be a bartender at a restaurant. It would definitely be at one of the the actual, like, clubs slash bars there. 
where I'm just strictly making drinks. I think that would be dope. And honestly, that's what I wanted to do in undergrad. But then I looked into doing that way too late in the year. Like, very close to when I was graduating. So then I was like, psych, yeah. But now I'm like, I can look into doing it again. Because it's like the program is about two years long. And I don't even want to, like, think that far in advance. But like I said, I just think now, yes, I'm doing the right thing. And I'm 100% happy with the decision I'm making by going back to FSU. Thank you to everyone that said congratulations to me and that is rooting for me and supporting me. I love you guys. So, overall, this year has not been the best. Obviously, I felt like I spent a majority of this year really upset and sad and Wanting it to be better. But what I said earlier on in the episode was true. It's that you're not going to be 100% satisfied with how things are going at points in your life. But I think it's just remembering that you're capable of achieving what you want to achieve. And to keep on going even when times get rough. It's... But not overwhelming yourself. I think definitely taking it little like baby steps, little by little, will help you to keep on going and not overwhelm yourself. And I think that's definitely what kept me to strive to get what I want. And I'm still working on it, clearly. But... I, I'm definitely, I'm ready for the new year. I'm ready for 2024 and the opportunities and things, new, new beginnings that are going to be happening in 2024. And yeah, I, I'm definitely, I'm hopeful. I, I know that it can only get better. It always gets better. No matter what. So I think I'm going to end it here. It was nice updating on my life a bit. Um, Thank you for listening if you made it all the way to the end. This is definitely a longer podcast episode than my previous ones. But yeah, I'll, I'll catch you guys in my next episode. If I don't catch you before 2024, have a happy new year. And I'll see you in 2024. Bye.